Time for another edition of the Sporting Heroes podcast. My name's Matt Jones and my guest in the studio is another sporting legend. He's somebody who won multiple trophies during his Super League career with Warrington Wolves. He also played for St. Helens and he got capped for Wales and Great Britain as well. Really looking forward to this chat. Delighted to have in the studio with me, Lee Breers. Good afternoon, Matt. Thanks for having me. Well, great to have you in. And uh, first of all, let's start by looking at how you got into rugby league because I imagine you've been playing it for a very long time. Yeah, uh, you know, back in back in the day, 1982, it was, I was four years of age and coming from St. Helens, you know, uh, a town, you know, bred with rugby league royalty all the way through and there's only one thing you're going to do is, is play rugby league and mum and dad lived, still do live, uh, probably 200 metres away from the old Nosey Road ground so... I kind of, you know, fell in love with it back then, and you know, and, and I'm still in love with it from from them days onwards. So, uh, I, I first played when I was four uh, for Saint Helens Crusaders, the team just just new then. They'd just been uh, entered the Northwest Counties League, and uh, I used to I used to knock about with like older people. They were eight, nine years of age, and obviously the first team what Saint Helens Crusaders I was under nines. I was four and played. Played my first ever game five years younger. So from a very young age, you you, you knew all the people around you knew that you were quite a talent. I don't know about talent. <laughs> I, I probably just uh, you know, mum and dad used to push me that way to to get <laughs> from under their feet, I suppose. But yeah, played for played for that under nines team for five years. Actually, I played when I was four, and then when I was five, I played under nines. And when I was six, I played under nines. And when I was seven, I played under nines. When I was eight, I played under nines. And then when I was actually at that age group, I played under 10, so <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I played five years by the time of that, so it was it was a great breeding ground where I was from, I was from, you know, council estate, uh, everybody knew everybody and, you know, rugby league was our life back then. Is rugby league kind of your only sport then or, or was there another passion that you had at that age as well? No, you know, we, we played all kinds of sports, but I, I also played football as well, uh, played football from probably five or six all the way through junior school, high school. Um, on, a, on a Sunday, I always tell a story, on a Sunday I used to play rugby league and get bullied on the field. And then on a Sunday afternoon, I used to play football and bully them. It was, <laughs> it was a strange uh, a strange Sunday, let's, let's say. We, uh, but loved every minute of it. You know, play for Liverpool Schoolboys, uh, School of Excellence, back over at Melwood. And you know, Stevie Highway was my, my coach back then. And, wasn't quite good enough to to make it, uh, but you know enjoyed football. Still love football. At what age kind of group you were at in terms of football? Then are there any of the players you were playing with who've gone on to make it? Well, I, I wouldn't know about them, but I reckon Stevie Gerrard would have been there. He's round about my age, so I always say that. <laughs> no, you, you probably was like you know you know Michael Owens were probably there as well, but mm. back then it was just playing. And obviously because I was an out of towner. I didn't know many people. Mm. Did you grow up wanting to be a rugby league star then, or a football star? Uh, probably, no, no, definitely rugby league. But you know, everybody loves football in in, in our country, don't they? So a bit of both. Uh, you, you know, if you, I wasn't quite good enough to be a football player, and you know, thankfully rugby took over. So when was it then that it became obvious that you could make a career out of being a rugby league player? I never ever thought I could do. I, I didn't even know that you could get paid for for doing something what you loved. I just thought it was a game what you could play, and you know, you could play professional one day. I didn't even know back then that professional meant you, you get paid. And 
It's funny, really, because at my age, I went on tour to Australia in 1993 uh, for Northwest Counties under-15s. Under and on that tour, there was 36 players, and I, I, I'm pretty sure there was 30 what had already signed for for uh, professional contracts for Super League clubs. Out of them six, I was one what hadn't signed. Uh, I, I was I was a little... I was not mature for my age. I was, I was underdeveloped. So I was very small in stature, so... You know, didn't really make inroads at all. Uh, went to Australia, uh, come back and thought, you know, I've got to give this as the best chance I can if we, if I want to, you know, play for my hometown club, St. Helens. And come back from that tour, uh, a, di- a different player, learnt a lot over there, uh, had a lot more confidence. I started that tour, weren't even in the s- starting 13. By the end of it, I was the first choice uh, scrum half. Got a lot of confidence from that and then, Come back, played a game at Nosley Road for St. Helens Town against Wigan Town, Lancashire Cup final, got the man of the match, and the rest is history. The Saints, Saints then from that day onwards signed me. Uh, so, right time, right place. Absolutely. It's Radio City Talk. My name's Matt Jones. Lee Breers is in the studio with me uh, to talk about his life, his career, and then pick his sporting hero as well. So, you make a handful of appearances for St. Helens uh, before leaving for Warrington. Uh, how hard was that to, to leave St. Helens at that time, given you'd grown up being a Saints fan, I assume? You'd played for their team at youth level, and then in 1997, you move. The hardest thing by far I've ever done. Uh, you know, I, I love St. Helens. It, it was my. You know, Nosey Road was like church to me. I was there on that field when the the ground was shut. We used to play hide and seek in the ground. You know, we used to rub coffee from the snack bars. Everything it used to be, you know, I used to go over on my own, goal kicking, you know, kicking on the field. Shouldn't have been there. And then to finally sign for St. Helens, it was just a dream come true. Like any any boy would dream is to play for your, your own town club. And, you know, to to move on from that was it, it took you know it took me a while to to get over but you know it it was the hardest thing I've ever done but also the best thing I've ever done well absolutely because I'm just looking at your stats here so you played 425 times for Warrington over a 15 year stint scored over 2500 points um you won a couple of challenge cups during that time as well what a time you had there yeah and it kind of early on in my career and 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 I'm a big believer that life is is a journey, and you know, it's there's bumps and there's a, across the way, and and there's highs and there's lows, and you know you got to use every experience you can to to make sure you're better in life. And early on at Warrington was hard, you know, we we weren't great, we weren't challenging for the top honours. Uh, Thirteen years without a trophy, I went, I think I went by, and you know, thought my time had had passed, and then we get to a Challenge Cup. We win the Challenge Cup, then the next year we win it again. Have a year off, we win the league leaders, then we win the Challenge Cup again. So a bit like the public buses round here, you know, <laughs> one don't come and then they come all at once. And so, it, you know, things happen for a reason. You have them experiences. I got beaten five Challenge Cup semi-finals, which were tough. But we use that experience and, you know, looking back now, it's great to, to reminisce and, and to speak about that. What trophy means the most to you? Well, they're all they're all very very much up there. But I think the first one to 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 win that one, and you know, we we'd not won it as a town for thirty four years. I think it was to, so to win that was special, very special. And uh, obviously, the Lance Todd Trophy, what I won for for the man of the match in the in the second, the two thousand and ten was. At the time, it wasn't that important because it's a team game and it's not. I don't look at individual honours, but now that 
I sit back and reflect. You know, to to be up there with the likes of some players who's won that this you know this little how can we say it cheeky cheeky person from St Helens who started off at Ten Stone to win that you know it's pretty special. And you look at the time that you had just as a player at Warrington. I know you're coaching now as well, but. You've had 15 years as a player and the game and the club must have changed immeasurably during that time as well as yourself. Oh, God, yes. Seen, seen it all. I've uh, been part of it all. Uh, some, you know... Again, it's about learning. It, it's about learning. You know, we, we When I started, it was a social aspect of the game. Then we're starting to get a bit more professional, more professional now that where we're at now is just super professional. So there's been a lot of change. There's been a lot of people through the doors, plenty of coaches, uh, Great players, you know. We were owned by a fantastic, fantastic board. Uh, so, yeah, uh, without them difficulties at the start, we wouldn't be where we are now, and it makes it so much sweeter. International honours as well, represented Wales and, and Great Britain. Yeah, I uh, loved every minute of, of pulling a Welsh jersey on, you know, to represent my heritage. It's, uh, it's something unique when you, you pull up the three feathers on the chest. We we don't have abundance of people to pick from, so it was like going into a club team. Uh, everybody fought tooth and nail for for what we had, and uh, it was special. And you know, to when you set out to to play rugby league, you want to play at the highest level, and to make you know Great Britain debut was was special. And playing a World Cup as well. Yeah, World Cups. You know, disappointed that we didn't play uh, many more, but had a great time in in two thousand. You know, we. Where we were just massive underdogs and nearly took Australia and nearly knocked them out of the, out the World Cup. And uh, you hung up your boots in your mid thirties. Now very much involved in coaching. Was it something you always fancied going into? Yeah, I'll, I've coached since I've been twenty-one. I've always done amateur teams in St. Helens, uh, from ranging from all all ages under sixes to open age. So it's something I've always put back. Uh, I think it's a big thing that you know you've got to put back. You've got to help the next generation, and also again the life journey. It's helped me to get where I am now, and that's the, the that's the next chapter of my life. Let's get on to the uh, sporting hero aspect of this interview. Who was it that a, a young Lee Breers looked up to when you were growing up? Well, there was plenty because I was very small. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, as I, as I, as I did mention, I, I was very small for my age. Uh, but so when I was about eight, nine, ten, I had two. Uh, both, I, I, I think it was because they both played number seven, and I played number seven. Uh, so my first one would be Kenny Dagalish. Uh, he was about five foot eight. Uh, so very small, but an absolute legend of the game. The way he used to control, you know, the the field. Uh, it was just phenomenal, and you know, really caught my eye. And you know, his I suppose his determination and his tenacity was was what really stood out for me. And then the other one, which I really shouldn't say because being a staunch Saints fan back then, was Andy Gregory who. He would just sign for Wigan, and I think about 1986. And again, I think it, Andrew was even smaller. I think he was about <laughs> he's about five foot five. Uh, so that resonates with me, and, and the skill level what Andrew showed. And again, it just showed it just showed me that you don't have to be big to play sport. Uh, I was by far the smallest player on on any team what I played in. Uh, but you know, as long as the 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 main thing is as long as you're competing. The thing what's under your under your shirt, you know, your heart, you, you can't, it doesn't matter how big or how strong you are, if you've got a big heart, well, you can go as far as you want. 
Uh, just on Andy Gregory then, what did you take that you saw in terms of how he played and try and put into your own game? Well, you know, for his stature, uh, he was the boss on the field, period. Whatever he says went, he used to boss his, his big forwards around. Uh, I th- you know, his, his right to left pass was as good as anything I've seen. Uh, he couldn't pass left to right, so he had to turn the other way. <laughs> uh, you know, just everything about his competitive nature and I suppose when when I seen you know to try what he set up in Australia for you know the late Mike Gregory was, was something special. And you've obviously met him on many many occasions since. Yeah, many occasions, and we we're, we're good buddies as well. So which some people say you should never meet your heroes, but I'm so glad I've met Andy. Do you remember the first time you met him? Were you nervous or anything? Uh, yeah, I would have been nervous, but you know. Going back then, we, we both liked to drink, so it probably would be in a pub somewhere. <laughs> and on Kenny, um, when you were playing football then in Liverpool's academy or whatever, did you try and be a, a young Kenny Dalglish? Was that the style of football you had? Yeah, for sure. It was just, you know, non-stop, non-stop. But, you know, he was special. He was absolutely special. Have you met him? I've been in his company, but I've never met face-to-face. <laughs> but he's a king. It's a conversation that we need to set up then. For sure. I, lo- I love my golf. He loves his golf. Let's get a golf game. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. It's been absolutely fascinating to have you in the studio, Lee. Um, some great memories from a glittering career. Uh, and as I said, at the, right at the top, an absolute legend of uh, rugby league as well. So thank you for your time and thank you for picking your sporting heroes as well. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Rugby league legend Lee Breers joining me for the Sporting Heroes podcast this week. My name's Matt Jones. Hit the subscribe button. You'll get a brand new one in your box every single week. On top of that, you can go back and listen to some of the great ones I've done in the past. Chris Kirkland was a guest very recently, former Liverpool and England goalkeeper. I've also had Chris McCausland, who's a comedian, and the great Dennis Betts as well. There's loads of them in the library if you go back and listen.